People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Welcome to Bizarre Tales. I just want to let you know that with it being spooky season and Halloween is just around the corner, please remember to always check your candy. I'm not saying this to scaremonger. To tell you the truth, I realise that most of the candy handed out on the holidays is likely purchased at Walmart the day before and shoved into a plastic pumpkin-shaped bowl. You probably have realised that most sane people don't poison their candy or put glass in it or whatever cautionary urban legend that you've heard the only guy who did that did so to his own son so those neighbors of yours don't treat them like criminals they're just trying to innocently give those kids some sweets this warning regards a phenomenon that has no apparent origin what I mean is, no one is really sure where it comes from. The candy in question isn't even so. You can't purchase it in any stores and looking up online gives you no results. The candy this aforementioned phenomenon appears to be just that of a cinnamon jawbreaker. Not to be confused with the Atomic Fireball brand or any other similar sweet, it may resemble a red tinted gumball or a red lollipop with no stick. The point being, it's rather generic in appearance, which makes it tricky to spot the real deal. The candy is sometimes branded under the HH Sweets Company, a corporation that doesn't exist. At least, not one registered by any agency since 1999. If you search the internet, you might find some HH Sweets businesses, but I assure you, they aren't the real deal. They are merely a namesake coincidence. The label carries the HH name. Beneath it, a tagline will read something to the effect of Hot as hell, sweet as heaven. Not all of the candies sport the branding, but it certainly helps to spot it. This is why I advise you to find yourself or your kids with an unmarked red candy. The safest bet is to throw it away. Documentation of the phenomenon only dates back to 2007, but there is the possibility that it's gone on for a lot longer. As of this recording, a known nine people have ingested the candy, four of which have been children under the age of 18. Each case has happened on October the 31st, with most cases occurring during 2016, with a total of three victims. The only clue as to the candy's appearance and branding is through the eyes of the witnesses and subsequent investigations of anyone nearby, and obviously the opened candy wrappers. Each of the victims' corpses, aside from the heads, remain untouched. The heads, however, are where things get a bit strange. Each of the heads 
is completely burnt, like that of a used match. This would make identification of the victims quite troublesome, except for the fact that fingerprint analysis lent itself fittingly to the nature of these deaths, considering the hands of the deceased were completely intact. None of the victims were related in any way, with the only exception being a father and his nine-year-old daughter, Andy and Mary Kay Winfield from Lexington, Virginia. All of the others shared no relation other than the aforementioned Candy. An eyewitness from Bevard, North Carolina, documented the full story behind the mysterious death of a 12-year-old boy, Shane Davis, who died in Halloween 2009. I was leaving the pharmacy at around 8.30 when it happened. He, Davies, was walking down the back in a zombie costume. I didn't even notice him at first because it was dark and the costume was dark, but then there was a flash of orange light, like someone lighting a candle. I turned around and this heat wave hit me in the face, and the smell, oh lord, it smelled like cooked meat, his, his head was on fire. There were people screaming but there was nothing we could do. He screamed for only a moment and then he hit the pavement. I'll never unsee it. There were rumours it was a hex from a witch or something and I'm not a superstitious man but when you see something like that, superstition doesn't really seem too far off. Simil similar reports were documented for many of the other victims. Shortly after ingesting the candy, the victim's head would burst into flames and soon thereafter the victim would succumb to the injury and die. Many rumours and theories have since popped up surrounding the deaths and candy. Many include witches and spells, but some have garnered significant following beyond the regional folklore. One of the most popular rumours cites that the deaths are a result of the 1782 execution of Henry Hyson Cassidy, or H.H. Cassidy, a candy maker from Onacock, Virginia, the site of the first documented death from 2007. Cassidy, a local candy maker, was placed on trial for the disappearance of two young girls from the neighbouring town. Despite having no apparent motive for abducting the two girls, the candy maker was charged as a reasonable suspect, having access to sweets for alluring children. Following the investigation where one of the girl's bodies was discovered with candy in her pocket, Cassidy was charged with the murders and sentenced to death. Children from the town who once loved the sweets made by the candy maker began calling Cassidy the Witch of Onacock, making him one of the earliest male witch legends. Being found guilty in a hasty trial, Cassidy was sentenced to death by molten metal, a process considered barbaric except in a case of an accused witch. Cassidy, who swore his innocence until his death, had a molten metal ball dropped into his throat, and while it was a quick death, it was certainly not painless. The townsfolk remarked that justice was served on that day and the body was buried in a shallow grave. 
Given that Andy and Mary Kay Winfield were also from Virginia, many speculated that the spirit of Cassidy had returned to punish those responsible for his death, using his signature candy as a way to torment the descendants of his accuser. Their name too, H. H. Cassidy, would explain the name that appears on the wrapper, H. H. Sweets. Another popular theory is usually refers to the jack-o'-lantern story. Based on the Irish myth, the story goes that a man known as Stingy Jack tricked the devil on multiple occasions, resulting in his banishment from hell as well as heaven. As he was a trickster at heart, the man was forced to roam the earth with a lit coal within a turnip and has been using it ever since to light his eternal path. The story clearly rooted in Halloween tradition of carving of jack-o'-lanterns has been used to explain the candy too. Stingy Jack, as he's referred, seeks out souls to join him in his eternal punishment. The candy, which burns the heads of its consumers, turns them into a somewhat crude version of a jack-o'-lantern. And this would explain the fiery demise of the victims as well as its connection to the celebration of Halloween. In conjunction with the Stingy Jack narrative, there are some who conclude the candy is the work of the devil himself. Tormenting unsuspecting holiday celebrators with death, or merely just for the fun of it, rather a sick trick, but then again, mischief is commonplace in the celebration of Halloween. As for this theory, the HH label would stand for Hell's Hottest, or some other variation of Hell's Something. Despite these varying backstories to the candy, there is far more grounded explanation that many have subscribed to. Rather than reading into the HH Sweets mythology, some conclude that HH Sweets is precisely what it claims to be. A candy company. The motive for committing these crimes at large is still a mystery, but this theory cuts out claims of ghosts and devils, suggesting instead that a select few sickos had the willpower to conjure up sweets with the intent to kill. In the end, no one theory is correct, at least not one that can be confirmed by traditional means. A candy that is for lack of better term, supernatural, can only be explained by the supernatural, making it extremely difficult to verify any of the information regarding it. If you wish to avoid the grisly results of the candy, it is advised to always check your children's Halloween candy. Better yet, avoid the trick-or-treat in tradition altogether, or if you're highly concerned, perhaps it would be better to skip Halloween altogether. That, ladies and gentlemen, was a creepy pasta. Uh, it is not a real story, so don't panic. But you should always check your children's candy uh, when it comes to Halloween because uh, there are, unfortunately, some sickos out there who do put things in candy. Um, so, yeah, just, just be aware of that, guys. Um, it's just a little quick story for you. And uh, I thought you might uh, might like this little warning and happy Halloween. Or for those of you who are like me and pagan, happy Sarwen. 
I hope you all enjoy your time and your festivities. Um, Stay safe, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you next time. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. (laughs) 